The Christian life cannot be reduced to a man-made list of things to do and not to do. However, when God gives a specific list in Scripture, we must take careful note of His priorities. Today, we examine the Lord's to-do list found in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Let's join Scott Pauley now as we uncover divine instructions for the last days. When my wife gives me a list of things to pick up at the store, it's always a good idea for me to write them down. Years ago, I had a teacher that used to say that a short pencil is better than a long memory. I found that to be true how many times I have come home having forgotten one thing that I was supposed to get. And usually, it was a very important thing. Aren't you glad that the Lord has written down for us what He wants us as believers to do? We're looking at the Lord's to-do list. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 really is one great list. What a powerful list. I love the fact the entire book talks about Jesus coming and that He ends with where we live today. He says, in light of that, here's how I want you to live. But though the entire chapter is a list, we have kind of zeroed our attention in here at this juncture in our study on three of the commands. Perhaps the, the most famous ones, and they're all grouped together. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16-18 says, Rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Oh, to live that way. Now, the first thing we learned is that all three commands direct us to Christ. That really, it's not about us. It's all about Christ. Christ is the source of true joy. Christ is the one who's always praying without ceasing and is our access to God. Christ is the one through which we can give thanks in everything. Notice it does not say after everything. Sometimes we give thanks only after the circumstances change. God says you can give thanks in everything. Why? Because Christ is with you in everything. But let me point out a second truth today about these three commands. Not only are all of them directed to Christ, but all of them are continual. Did you notice the, the continuing aspect of each one of them? Rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks. You know, so much of the Christian life uh, for many people is just a season. They go to church on Sunday and then they do what they want to the rest of the week. Or they give God a few minutes in the morning and then they don't think about Him the rest of the day. Or they have their revival meeting once or twice a year, or their camp, their conference, and they really work on their spiritual life, and then they neglect it the rest of the time. I think that's why so many believers have a roller coaster Christianity. They're in and out, up and down, on and off, hot and cold. Friends, that's not the way that the consistent Christ wants us to live. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. The path of the just is as a shining light that shineth more and more under the perfect day, not less and less. So why is there so much inconsistent Christianity today? Well, could it be because we are not consistently applying the principles that God tells us to apply? God says, don't rejoice sometimes, rejoice evermore. Uh, don't pray for a few minutes, pray without ceasing. Don't give thanks when you feel like it or things get better. Give thanks in everything. Now, let's talk about them each one at a time. First, rejoice evermore. Remember, these people were going through real persecution. I mean, they were struggling. 
And not only were they struggling, the Apostle Paul was dealing with persecution. In fact, earlier in the same letter in 1 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 7, he says, Therefore, brethren, we were comforted over you in all our affliction and distress by your faith. For now we live if you stand fast in the Lord. So they're having to stand where they are. He's having to stand where he is. And yet there can be joy in the midst of that. Oh, my brother, my sister, the victory is not after the battle. Not with the Lord. The victory is in the midst of the battle. The peace is not after the wind dies down and the rain stops falling. The peace is in the midst of the storm. Rejoice today. Rejoice evermore. Rejoice especially when you don't feel like it. Then he says, pray without ceasing. I'm thinking of the teaching of the Lord Jesus. Remember in Luke chapter 11, he said, Ask, and you shall receive. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. Ask, seek, knock. There's a continuation, and there is a, an intensifying in each one of those terms. Ask, and keep on asking. Seek, and keep on seeking. Knock, and keep on knocking. He said in Luke chapter 18, verse 1, that men ought always to pray and not to faint. Let me give you a couple other scriptures. Listen to the words of Romans chapter 12 and verse 12. The Bible says, Rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing instant in prayer. Did you notice again the link here between the rejoicing and the praying? Uh, Finding your joy in Jesus and praying at the same time. I think there's a, a divine connection here. But don't miss the point. Continuing instant in prayer. How do you be instant in prayer? You can pray about anything, anywhere, anytime, at a moment's notice when you are living consciously in an attitude of prayer. You see, to pray without ceasing does not mean you you stay on your knees all the time or keep your eyes closed all the time. It means you're living constantly and consciously in an attitude of prayer. It is really a spirit of conscious dependence on God, staying in communion with the Holy Ghost. It was Spurgeon that said that the habit of prayer is good, but the spirit of prayer is better. So we're not just to pray. No, we are to pray without ceasing. Listen to the words of Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 18. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Do you hear the four alls there? Always, all prayer and supplication, all perseverance and supplication, and all saints. Now, that's a pretty all-encompassing verse, isn't it? It shows you the reach and the depth of this kind of life of prayer, but we're to pray always. Pray without ceasing. It was Matthew Henry that said that we should rejoice more if we prayed more. That's very interesting when you look at these two verses together. Rejoice evermore, pray without ceasing. We would rejoice more if we prayed more. Because people who live consciously in the presence of Jesus Christ, in an attitude of prayer, they have tapped into the source of all true joy. Then we come to the third command. Not only are you to rejoice evermore and pray without ceasing, but you are to, in everything, give thanks. Did you know that gratitude and faith are connected? You see, you give thanks because you believe that God is good. You give thanks because you believe that a good God will always do what is right, both now and in the end. You you can give thanks even in difficulty because you have faith that God is greater than whatever it is you're dealing with. That's why the rest of the verse is there. It doesn't say in everything give thanks, period. 
It says, In everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. You must see the will of God. You must know that God has a way, that God is up to something, and that the Lord, who is higher than us, who sits above our circumstances, is also with us in the midst of that, and that the Lord is going to bring us through it, that He has some great purpose concerning you. I'm thinking now of the words of the Old Testament prophet when he said, I know the thoughts that I think towards you, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. It may not be what you expect, but friends, God's expectation is infinitely better. God has plans for you. He's up to something today. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Would you like to know God's will? It may not be God's will to change the circumstances, but one thing I know, it is God's will for you to give thanks and rejoice and pray today. Dr. Robertson used to say, two men behind prison bars, one looked at the mud, the other the stars. Get your attention back on Christ and you'll be able to rejoice evermore. Look to Jesus and you'll be able to pray without ceasing. Keep your eyes on the Lord and you'll be able in everything to give thanks. We hope you will take the time to read through 1 Thessalonians 5 and ask the Lord to help you do what matters most to Him today. Thank you for listening and praying for this Bible teaching ministry. Find out more at scottpauley.org. We look forward to studying God's Word with you again next time on Enjoying the Journey.